I love what you're saying about it. Like, get comfortable being uncomfortable because anytime you do something where there's a little bit of risk or where you know the risk, like the reward can be really great, it, it, you're going to feel uncomfortable. Um, you know, behind the scenes on me, I'm taking on projects right now that I'm super, every time I take on a new project, I'm kind of uncomfortable because there's that element of, I don't want to let anybody else down and I don't want to let myself down. And I think that's for me what, where the, the discomfort comes from, but I've also learned as, uh, you know, just to, to, I guess, reinforce what you're saying, how important it is. I've learned that everything that's happened beyond imagination in my life has come from just trucking through the discomfort. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like fear. You're only afraid of something because you don't have enough exposure to it. People, you know, my wife, even she says, how do you do public speaking? And I'm like, I don't, she's like, you sleep like a baby the night before I've been with you at all the, you're going to, you're about to stand in front of 3000 people and offer the keynote and the pressure. She's like, I'm losing sleep for you. And I'm just, I'm over there like, and I'm like, well, that's today. That's a decade of public speaking. The first ones, dude, holy crap. It was like the pregame jitters, the bowel quivers, like you name it. But it's that fear dissipate dissipated the more exposure I, I brought myself to it. It's like people are afraid of Pennywise, the, the horror clown. Well, like if he was your next door neighbor and you saw him all the time, you'd He's afraid of the guy. I him every time. I see yeah, you see him mowing yeah. his lawn and trimming his hedges, and you're like, yeah, he's just a weird looking dude. <laughs> right. And so I think that's a big part of this. And I think a lot of people are afraid to take action. What is it about you that I guess has the resolve to just blast through that discomfort? I don't really think there's anybody. It's everybody's got it in them. It's just fucking do it. <laughs> Like the, uh, the videos, like the way you're talking about public speaking, yeah. I was huge on that for videos. I, uh, when I started in the industry, I didn't have Facebook. I mean, I started at 35, never had Facebook, never had Instagram. I was just not one to putting my face or myself out on, you know, uh, on the internet or social media. So when I first had to do my first videos, which I will tell you was horrendous. Right. Uh, I watched them the other day and I was like, <laughs> I, was, I wanted to. Never see the light of day again with these. Delete, um, delete, delete, delete. Yeah, 100%. Can I just unsubscribe, delete, and block? Like, I do not want anything to do with that. Um, but it's, it's funny because you get more comfortable. But I remember the night before I did my first video, you know, waking up in the middle of the night, writing out the script or writing out what I wanted to say in it and not be able to sleep the whole night and getting to work and the same shit, the jitters, you know, and yeah. uh, sitting in front of the video and the voice is going up and down and, and, uh, I mean, now you get out there and it's, I get running off the coast of my pants when I thought about it. Right. Yeah. But when you first start, it's, that's literally it. There's not much about it. There's not something in me, uh, that makes me different than anybody else there. It's just, just do it. That's literally it. That's the difference. Yeah. I love that. I mean that, and that feeds right into, you know, when, when I had sent you the link to book this, one of the questions is like, what, what's one thing you can share to, to help people you know, that are listening, just apply something right away. And it's like, you were like, just put yourself out there. Like, just get it done. Mm -hmm. Like run through walls to make success happen. Walls being whatever barriers are standing in your way. If you're afraid of doing video that like, usually what you're afraid of is a good indication in the, of the direction you need to run, not the opposite direction. You need to run in the direction of the thing you're I, I'm with you. How about the, 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 uh, 
for me, I'll never forget my first public speaking engagement. I was freaked out. And I did what I feared the most, which is I call it the premature swallow. So as I'm walking up onto the stage, onto the rostrum or whatever, my mouth just started filling up with saliva. And I gave it a good morning, everybody. My name is Mike Colcerillo. <laughs> it is the most embarrassing. I think about it. <laughs> yeah, you're like, where'd all this spit come from? But I'll tell you what, that only had to happen once for me to realize if that ever happens again, you swallow as you're walking up. <laughs> you learn. Exactly. You learn totally. And yeah. and to your point about the videos, like if you're afraid or you don't like the way you look on video or sound, guys, trust me. Jason Harris, speaking of Jason Harris, he tells me this all the time. He, he's trying to get me to narrate like a Christmas album. He's like, I would listen to you just <laughs> reading Christmas carols. But I mean, the thing is, like, we're all we're all humans. I hate listening to myself. People go, do you listen to your own show? And I'm like, dude, I hate listening. Yeah, I listen on fast forward so I can get to the guests. You know, so so I love what you're saying. We're all in the same boat. And, and you know, the powerful thing to me is what you said. We all have it in us. We're actually all designed to succeed if we could just, you know, get that in our head that we have it in us to succeed. What is a day? What is a day in the life of Paul look like? <laughs> Like the typical day of uh, just sales or just the day in itself? Yeah, like you show up to the store. What what kind of actions do you believe are vital to growing your business? Uh, well, I am something I've taken on recently as I've never been a morning person. So I've, uh, I've realized um, over the past couple months that uh, as much as you hear that early bird gets a worm shit, it's, it's true, man. Like you waste a lot of your time at night, it gets you nowhere. Um, right. So I've been getting up 5.30, I go to the gym, I go home and eat my breakfast. Big, big thing I'm saying is I come to work and I'm not just roll my ass out of bed like I used to. And like you see majority of people in this game do. Um, they woke up a half hour before they had their ass here and their head's taken another hour, an hour and a half to get itself into the game. Where if you've started your day, you know, three, four hours well before you got in there, you get in there, your head's already in the game. You've already started to apply, you know, attack the plan for the day. Um, so that's one thing I, I usually, I really embrace to anybody out there that's really wondering how they can grow personally, um, to benefit themselves while they're at work is don't roll out of bed and show up at work because your first few hours are freaking right off. So, uh, by, by that we do our morning meeting, you come down, you go through uh, your CRM, obviously see who you're trying to work with for the day, booking your appointments. Um, and then just kind of planning a tactic of what are we going to do for the week for videos or what are we going to do in the week for, uh, you know, some sort of marketing thing in that sense. And then as we all know in the car game, the up bus, <laughs> uh, waiting for the fresh shops to come in them doors. Right. <laughs> right. And, and, and wondering why the marketing team isn't bringing them in fast. Yeah, why are they not walking them hand where, in hand? Where are these people? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, that's, that's actually really good advice. And I love that. I mean, the the power of a morning routine or, or just the routine you choose to start your day and coming in prepped. I think that the, the mental spill off of this is tremendous because now you're not in that like, it, you know, if you're if you're feeding yourself and you're nourishing yourself. I mean, obviously, it has an impact on everything, not just your career, but it is especially going to like you said, it's going to be noticed in your career. 
that morning meeting isn't going to be a hassle because you're already going to be in the game. You're already thinking mm-hmm. about how do I align this with the actions I know I got to take. And then to your point, I'm checking my CRM. Well, yeah, you are. <laughs> Not a lot are. <laughs> right? Like we know no, that I'm for so a fact. Smoking coffee. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we know that for a fact. But everything you just said, I want, I, I, I'm hoping we can highlight the fact that sales doesn't have to be difficult. It's your laziness that's making it more difficult. It's your lack of desire. It's your unwillingness that's actually making it more difficult. Because what I wrote down here, you probably noticed. I mean, well, those listening can't see what I'm doing, but I, I have my iPad here and I'm taking notes as, as Paul speaks. I wrote down morning routine, but then I wrote down actions map to outcomes. You said I'm following up. I'm, I'm checking in with people. I'm booking appointments. Like you're not, not, not to sound the wrong way, but like, it's not like you just said to us some revelatory thing that nobody has thought of. You are following the steps and it's working. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The basics. The the, the foundation, like you can build your house on a rock or you can build it on the sand. Like, what are you going to do? And so checking CRM. Now, have you found, let's talk about booking appointments because I love the fact that you could, like so many others, just be sitting here going, well, I got to wait for everybody else to do this. I have a dependency on the marketing team. I have a dependency on the, you know, the the flyer company that's doing the one-day sale. I have a dependency on them. I can't really do anything. You're saying, no, there's actually a lot more in my control. So have you found certain activities render more consistent results in trying to get people to show up or show interest or work a deal? Um, Consistency. Consistency is the key. Obviously um, when you're dealing with, so I little back quick backstory is um, before I left last year, I took about six months and put, I felt pretty confident on the floor. Okay. With fresh ups. And since I I told you there that I didn't want to move to management, Right. I want to feel comfortable in all aspects of the sales. So my next, the, the three big things I think you have are your fresh ups, your internet leads, and your cold calls. Okay, cold calls everybody fucking hates. I hate. I will not. I will not even attest to that. That is by far my worst um, strength. There is no strength behind my cold calls. I'll tell you that right, right. now. Sure. I've seen guys that are machines that you know do the boiler room, and to me, it's uh, that is not my. <laughs> expertise okay right um second one was the internet internet leads internet leads i've noticed internet leads are very uh, they're a different type of customer okay they're not a guy in front of you where you can feel you can work you can read uh the guy behind the screen definitely a different guy so i wanted to learn once i felt comfortable on the floor i knew our bdc department was uh kind of lacking a good turnover rate um so i did a lot of training with that and we basically you know, revive what we have for a VDC appointment. And the biggest thing I've learned with that is engagement. Engagement is the key to any success with booking appointments. The biggest thing I find people do when they get these leads um, is they try to go straight to the, when can I get you in? Vika's right. still ready, when can I get you in? 10.30 tomorrow work? That doesn't work. You, what you need to be doing is just asking an engaging question to get an answer. That's all you need. Once you've started that com- a conversation, um, you've got a lot more to work with, and they're, they're going to feel a lot more, you know, easy going with you when they're not saying, "Okay, this guy's just pressuring me in for an appointment." 
this guy's just asking me, you know, um, I'm driving the eco diesel, are you using it for towing or is it fuel mileage the reason? That's an easy answer. And I don't feel like you're trying to push me in anything. I have no problem. Once I have you engaged, then we can start working on booking the appointment, right? Um, so I feel once I've got to booking these appointments, there's a lot of background that went behind that, A, being engagement. So that's, uh, I'm not just some stranger by the time I'm booking this appointment. I feel I've built a little rapport with these people. Amazing. Michael Cirillo, and you've been listening to the Dealer Playbook Podcast. If you haven't yet, please click the subscribe button wherever you're listening right now. Leave a rating or review and share it with a colleague. If you're ready to make big changes in your life and career and want to connect with positive, nurturing automotive professionals, join my exclusive DPB Pro community on Facebook. That's where we share information, ideas, and content that isn't shared anywhere else. I can't wait to meet you there. Thanks for listening.